Hello and welcome to Hearts in Harmony from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Kroger Tender Ray Beef, no other beef so fresh can be so tender, presents Hearts in Harmony, transcribed. K is for Kroger, C is for cut, B is for beef. KCB means Kroger cut beef, and Kroger cut beef means more meat for your money. Yes, friends, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste. And here's why. Before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. Remember, that's before the meat is weighed and priced. And it's the very top U.S. government grades of beef that's tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. So you see, you get a better value in top-grade beef. Now, to give you an example, let's take a Kroger cut rib roast. Before the roast is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes the short rib end, the waist, and trims the chine bone. You don't pay roast price for the short rib end and waist. And no matter whether you buy a Kroger cut steak or roast, you receive more meat, less waste. So don't forget, that's at your Kroger store. See for yourself by visiting your neighborhood Kroger store soon. Make it a rule to buy Kroger cut beef and get more meat for your money. And now, hearts in harmony. The strain of recent weeks has eased for Penny Gibbs, and time has lessened the heartache of a broken and seemingly hopeless romance. She's been advised by both her doctor and minister to look to the future, and she's trying to take that advice. Her former fiancé, Johnny Keith, is concerned with the present, however, as he says... Penny, I, uh, I know you took Julie to the farm yesterday, and that was fine. Fine, for Julie. But, uh, it'll do you a lot of good to try less familiar surroundings this afternoon. Oh, Johnny, I don't feel much like going anywhere. Well, you'll like it when you get there. Uh, the Johnsons asked you over for this afternoon, didn't they? Mm-hmm. But I told them I couldn't make it. Well, you can make it. Now, come on, let's go. Oh, Johnny, must I? Mm-hmm, you must. I, I promised the Johnsons I'd be over this afternoon, and you'd be with me. Now, you don't want me to break a promise, do you? You had no right to promise that. Well, I did it for your sake, Penny. You know, sitting around the house isn't good for you. Even yesterday at the farm wasn't enough of a change. You saw the same people and the same things you've been seeing for months. And and you haven't seen the Johnsons for a long time, and they're a lot of fun. Yes, I know all that, but look, Johnny... Look, there's nothing about butts, Penny. You know, you come on. It's a nice afternoon. Oh, it is a lovely afternoon, isn't it? John... And uh, the Johnsons have an outdoor grill in their backyard. We're invited for an open-air supper if you'll stay. It'll be like old times. Like old times. It'll be like ancient times. Well, you're going to be a sourpuss, are you? No, sir, I'm sorry. All right, now, come on. The Johnsons will be disappointed. Oh, Johnny, look, there'll be people there. No one but Mr. and Mrs. Johnson and little Martha. Honestly. Cross my heart. Now, look, the Johnsons know just how you feel, Penny. And, and they've promised us a good time. Now, if I can use your phone, I'll call them and tell them we're coming. All right. Uh, I'd better tell Jed I won't be home for dinner. Well, then I'd, I'd better tell Sam Johnson to get those roasting forks out because he's having us for dinner. All right. Jed? Jed? Yes, Penny? Jed, when Nora comes back with the children, tell her not to set a place for me at dinner, will you? Well, going out for the evening? Mm, just for dinner. The Johnsons invited me over for the afternoon and a wiener roast a little bit later on. Uh-huh. I'll be home early. Well, glad to see you going out, child. Do your world of good. Yeah, I guess it will. Johnny going with you? Yup. It's more or less of a conspiracy, I think, but mm. I'm a willing victim. I'll try anything to straighten myself out. Uh, you're doing all right, child. Do a few of the things you used to do. Get a few of your old friends and have a few laughs and, well, 
You'll see the results yourself. You've all been very patient with me. I apologize for the way I carried on. I won't have you apologizing for a thing, child. As for the way you carried on, well, you did what any normal person would have done under the circumstances. Withstood the shock as long as possible and then just collapsed. But I think the worst is over now, child, don't you? Mm-hmm, think so. I've been listening to some good advice. You're going to be ready pretty soon? Oh, uh, in just a minute, John. Ain't you ready to call? Yeah, and uh, Johnson, say hurry on. <laughs> okay, I'll be right with you. you can go right ahead, child. Uh, we'll talk later when you get back this evening if you want to. All right, darling, bye. Goodbye, child, and have a good time. And say uh, say hello to the Johnsons for me, will you? And tell Sam if he thinks he can still play checkers with a champion to come over and get licked some evening. Well, Penny, aren't you glad now we went to the Johnsons? Oh, yes, I am. It was lots of fun. I've never been so full of hot dogs in all my life. Think you're full. I ate two to your one. <laughs> I lost count of how many I ate. Want me to tell you how many? No, no. Then I'll know how many pounds I have to take off. Oh, my gosh. What's the matter with you women? If you're one pound heavier than a feather pillow and one inch wider than a toothpick, you think you're fat? No, I suppose your idea of the perfect figure is the fat lady of the circus. <laughs> no, that's carrying it too far. <laughs> that's carrying 300 pounds. Oh, <laughs> Oh, and that's what I feel as though I'm carrying after all those hot dogs. Okay, fatso. Trim yourself down to the proportions of a bean pole if you want to. I... You what? Uh, nothing. Um, isn't that Dr. Judson waiting at the bus stop up the mm -hmm. street? Oh, yeah, I think it is. Well, well, let's get the guy left. <laughs> yeah, I guess we ought to. We go right by the church. Yeah, sure. Uh, nice guy, Judson. You know, if I didn't know it, I'd never guess he was a minister. No, I don't think I would either. I wonder if he's as young as he looks. Mm, I don't think so. He's in his late 30s, I'm sure. Mm. Hey there, Dr. Judson. Calling me? Good evening, Dr. Judson. Why, Miss Gibbs, good evening. Hello. Surprised to see you. Oh, Mr. Keith, how are you? Fine, thank you, Doctor. Uh, going our way? Well, I'm going to the church. Well, that's our way. Come on, get in, we'll drive you. You're sure it's not an inconvenience? Well, the bus will be along in a minute. No, I'll save your dime, Doctor. This bus is free. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. I'm saving all my dimes these days. That is the few I have. Oh, don't get in back, Dr. Judson. There's plenty of room up here for all three of us in front. I won't be crowding you. Oh, with little skinny here, we could sit oh, four in this front seat, Doctor. <laughs> see how well we fit? Uh, <laughs> yes, well, let's first see how well we fit with the door closed. Here we go. Hey, I see there's plenty of room. Yeah, so there is. Well, uh, how are you feeling these days, Miss Gibbs? Oh, much better than when you last saw me, Dr. Judson. I'm glad to hear it. I've been mean to get up to see you again this week, but I've been awfully busy... I'm trying to raise funds for the Church Welfare Society. And you know what a time-consuming job that can be. Yes, I can imagine. Yeah, and it's a thankless job, too, Doctor. You're doing something for a worthy cause, and people duck when they see you coming. They try to duck, Mr. Keith. <laughs> I was a track man in my day, and still fast on my feet. Uh... Judson, Judson, track man. You know, it seems to me I remember a track star named Judson. Well, there must have been two of us then. I left the cinders years ago, when you were still in grade school, I imagine. Oh, I don't know about that. You know, I'm uh, not as young as I act. Uh, doctor, you aren't the West Judson who ran the quarter mile for Haverly University, are you? Oh, my past sins are catching up with me. Yes, I am. Well, I'm flattered to know you remember well, that. Uh, would you two talk about something that I can understand? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm just finding out that Dr. Judson is one of my school day idols. Oh, thanks, Mr. Keith. But I think Miss Gibbs is right. It isn't fair for us to talk about something in which she has no interest. Besides, I don't like to look back on those days. It reminds me of how old I am. My only diversions are tennis every now and then and a little golf. Well, I'll, I'll join you on the link someday if you'll let me, Doctor. Oh, I'll be very happy to have you. 
But we'll have to make it several weeks from now, I'm afraid. This fundraising drive is going to take all my time for a while. Well, uh, you just say when. Right. I'm a, a few million dollars short of being a rich man, Doctor, but I'll contribute whatever I can. <laughs> Thank you. But I hate to solicit from a man who just saved the church a dime in Buster. <laughs> Charlie and I can both add to that contribution, too, Dr. Jackson. All right, thank you. Well, here's where I get off, driver. Does uh, this bus of yours have a bell? Uh, no, no. In, in this cart, you can talk to the motorman while the bus is in motion. Well, it was good seeing you again, both of you. And thanks for the lift. Well, you're very welcome. And I'm glad to see you out of the house, Miss Gibbs. You meant what you said about helping yourself, didn't you? No, oh, I knew I had to help myself, sir. When you said that, you knew that. I knew you'd be well again. Well, good night. Oh, good night, Doctor. Good night. Uh, I'll see you about that contribution in the morning. May I phone you? Why, yes, anytime. Well, good night. Good, good night. night. Well, what do you know about that? Dr. Judson is Wesley Judson, one of the greatest track stars of his time. I wonder what made him become a minister. Oh, same thing that makes all of us become what we become. If luck is with us, we're what we want to be. We all have ambitions and goals, don't we? Mm-hmm. Wonder if we'd be happier if we didn't. Just let fate lead us wherever it wanted to. Not caring what happened to us or what became of us. Hello, I'm home. And home early, honey. <laughs> Hello, Jed. Where's everybody? Well, Grace upstairs with the children. Nora and Freddie have gone to a movie. Have a nice time with Johnson's? Mm-hmm, lovely time. Where's Johnny? He dropped me off in front. He has some work to do at home tonight. Do you want to see him? No, it's just as well he didn't come in with you. Uh, here's something for you. What is it? It's a letter. Special delivery just came. Oh, from Perry. Yes, it is. Here, uh, I'll wheel myself in the other room while you No, Jed, don't. Stay here with me. Well, you want me to. I want you to. Is it good news, or... I'll, uh, read it to you if you don't mind. He says, Penny, my darling. This isn't right, I know it isn't. But my heart's so full of you, I have to tell you so. Telling it, putting it down on paper... may ease the ache inside and satisfy the longing I have for you. To see you and to hold you, to feel you close to me. But, Jen, I can't read it. I want to put the letter aside till later. No, I want to know what he says, will you? Will I read it to you? Yes. Here. Give it to me, child. What does he say? Is he all right? Well, he says, uh, I didn't think that I could love you more than I did a week or two ago. But, oh, my darling loved one, I find I do. Oh. And how much more I'll love you in a year or two, I don't know. For with each hour, the feeling grows inside me, filling me with warmth, comfort, and increasing hope. I know what was going on in your heart and how you must ache with longing for the things I long for, too. Darling, it may be hopeless. There may be no life for us except this way, miserably, conclusively apart. But let's tell ourselves that this is not so. Let's keep our dreams intact and ever renew our hopes. Have faith and keep it. Oh, Jane. I know you are suffering, for I am suffering. But I dare not offer you any greater comfort than this. But may it bring you some sort of peacefulness till that day when you will close your eyes and rest your head in my arms. 
My deepest love, Barry. Oh, Jed. Jed, how will I ever stop loving him? Will Barry's letter bring the comfort to Penny that Barry intended? Or will it destroy the progress Penny has made since her collapse? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. KCB. KCB. KCB means Kroger cut beef. And Kroger cut beef means more meat for your money. Yes, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste. That's because before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. You get more meat, less waste in Kroger cut beef. It's top U.S. government grades of beef. Tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. So visit your neighborhood Kroger store and buy your favorite cut of beef. If you can get a Kroger cut sirloin steak, you'll notice that before the steak is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes the stringy end, the waist, and the excess bone. Remember, whether you buy a steak or a roast, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat for your money. But remember, ladies, you can buy a Kroger cut steak or roast only at Kroger stores. Make up your mind right now to visit your neighborhood Kroger store without delay. Your Kroger meat man has just the cut of beef you want. It's delicious and juicy. It's top-grade beef that will thrill your family. Make it a rule to buy Kroger cut beef and get more meat, less waste, which means you get more meat for your money at your Kroger store. Listen in again Monday... Same time, same station, for another exciting transcribed chapter of Hearts in Harmony.